For the past four months, and up until March 31st, journalists, radio hosts, television presenters, and media personnel will continue to descend on Dubai to present what the world's greatest show looks, sounds, and feels like. But how do you capture the magnitude, magnetism, and magic of this mega event? It's obviously easier said than done. This process of telling the story of Expo requires large teams that work behind the scenes. In this episode, we'll uncover the how of Expo stories. We'll hear from the communications team drafting the messages, the media specialists setting up their operations, and of course, from the journalists bringing Expo to your feeds. I'm Noon Saleh, and this is Inside Expo, an official podcast of Expo 2020 Dubai, where history is being made. To begin with, let's take a look at how the team put together a concise media plan for such a gigantic, multifaceted event, starting with Expo's Senior Vice President for Communications. Really, the scale of the site, I I think, until people come, they really don't understand what twice the size of Monaco or 600 football pitches is really like. My name is Shona McGeekin. I'm a Senior Vice President for Communications. Uh, it's a broad-ranging role, really looking at how do we tell the story of Expo to the world? How do we communicate for people what they can see at Expos and letting them know what's on, but also looking to the wider piece as to why is the UAE holding an Expo? Why is an Expo important to Dubai, the UAE and indeed the region? Shona and her team have a big task on their hands. They're in charge of distilling the hundreds of events, news, concerts, talks, activities, and updates from the expo into one coherent, organized, and timely communications plan. So our comms plan is uh, very densely populated, is, is what I can say. So we have really running through from the country national days, uh, something where we honour every country and organisation that has a, a pavilion here and is taking part. And we want to ensure that people know about those. So that's just one aspect. And obviously the country pavilions are doing a range of activities every day. So we're following those, we're helping support them, we're telling their story. Indeed, all participating countries have a national day at Expo that celebrates their tradition and heritage. Now, you might be thinking there are 192 countries participating, but only 182 days of Expo. How does that add up? We obviously have 192 countries and we also have organizations like the UN, the European Union. So actually over 200 in total because for the organizations, we also celebrate their activities. We call them honor days. So what we have is that we, on a number of days, we have a morning ceremony and an afternoon. So each country is obviously invited to put on their own programming. Some of them turn it into a week. So they might have a run up to their national day 
day where they've got a range of different activities, you know, uh, investment, business investment forums happening. And all of these need to fit into that giant communications plan. We also have day-to-day over 60 uh, unique events every day. That schedule constantly changes. Then we've got the food and drink. We've got so many different touch points that people will be interested in. It's, it's lots of different parts of our communications. But then we have our thematic weeks, which we put together in conjunction with the countries, where we looked at what were the global challenges facing everybody and how could Expo unite people together to discuss and take action on these points. So we started with Climate and Biodiversity Week. That actually formed the agenda and and outcomes from that that was taken by the UAE to COP26 very practically taking what came out of Expo and using that as part of the onward discussion for COP26. And obviously, at COP26, the UAE was awarded COP28. All of these stories, from a summit being held by the United Nations delegation at Expo to a concert by the Firdos Orchestra, need to be conveyed to the world. What becomes key in organizing it all is looking at the different audiences and tailoring those messages to them. We had to look at the segmentation to really look at how do we land the messages to the different audiences. So, for example, sustainability is obviously one of our sub-themes. So we're targeting the sustainability media and wanting to tell stories to there. But that has different touch points. So some of it might be targeting more the architecture uh, publications because of the, the fantastic buildings on site and which media are really targeting, whether it be Time Out, what's on, those type of ones, because we want people to know about the uh, exciting concerts and so on that are happening. For each particular event... The communication team will plot out a number of details from start to finish. Take A.R. Rahman's Why the Musical, which debuted at the end of January, for example. Here, the team needs to decide when to announce it, what medium to use. Is it a press release, a video, a string of social media posts? And that single story can include announcements of dates, a behind-the-scenes look at production, interviews with the cast, reactions from audience members, or clips from the musical itself. In clearly communicating all of this, Expo has been working with a number of media organizations. It can sometimes be very challenging to juggle all the different elements. Uh, We've been supported uh, fantastically, I have to say, by our local media, uh, who've really both been helping us in the run-up to Expo starting and keeping the momentum going and letting people know, not just here in Dubai, but in the wider region, about us hosting this. And, And that pride, if you like, of Dubai being able to host such a, a major event. Expo 2020 Dubai is the largest international event ever staged in the Middle East and also the largest... There will be robots, poetry and the biggest screen you've ever seen. Hello everybody, my name's Mandy Keegan. I'm the Vice President of Media Services here at Expo 2020 Dubai. Mandy's role includes working with all the different media outlets, journalists, 
broadcasters, reporters, and storytellers to help give them what they need, whether they are on the expo site or somewhere outside the UAE. It's a pretty large remit. So how we capture all of the content is a question that we are constantly asking ourselves because with a six-month-long event, we have so much going on every day. So there is a lot of camera operators and photographers running around in different directions. It's a task that we are taking on. Uh, it's a challenge that we're taking on. Now we're averaging 17 hours of live broadcast per day, would you believe? And all of the photography at Expo, we have an official photography team who are on average taking around 5,000 photographs a day. So it's a fairly large remit. Averaging 5,000 photos a day over the 182 days of Expo means close to a million total photographs. What's more, this incredible amount of content is made readily available to the media for free. Here's Mandy telling us why. What we're doing at Expo is universal. We have found that many media that indicated they really wanted to come to Expo, they're not able to travel. And it, which is a great shame because you really want to see this place in person. It is sensational. So we need to make sure that we give equal opportunity to the media that aren't able to, to travel to experience everything that um, the Expo has to offer. We've had some really famous events taking place here and the pickup from the media has been sensational. The events that come to mind, some of them are Messi, Lionel Messi coming. BBC Click came and did a fabulous 30-minute documentary or part of their series here and FIDE World Chess Championships was viewed online by an average of more than a million a day. Of course, Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys' very special performance in the magical Al Wassel Dome. That was a, a huge hit because we were able to both live stream that, broadcast it, and we made a beautiful 15-minute highlight so the media could take that and take what they wanted from that. One of those media personnel is Richard Dean, the host of The Business Breakfast. It's a radio show based in Dubai on the radio station Dubai 103.8 FM. It's a news and current affairs show with a business twist and it's broadcast on radio and simultaneously on Dubai One television. Richard has been covering Expo since Dubai announced its bid back in 2011. He was actually the MC of that press conference. And I've got to say, I didn't really know what Expo was or what Dubai and the UAE were going to be doing about it. Uh, but also, well, what is an Expo? Yeah, we've heard of the Great Exhibition in 1851, so we get that. But this is 2020, 2021. What does an Expo look like now? Richard and his team have dove into that question, and they've been telling a number of stories from Expo to their listeners. The Expo communications team have been so good at helping us to, to pan for gold trying to figure out what we each need and then give it to us. There really is so much going on at Expo that it's like drinking from a fire hydrant as a journalist because you could cover 10 stories a day, but you have to be selective, right? You can't cover everything. 
And it's, it's like many things. You zoom out and look at the bigger picture, how many people are visiting. And then you zoom in and look at the smaller picture. So it's balancing that. This is the responsibility of every media team covering the expo. To sift through the stories, get the facts and figures from the expo team, gather the messages, curate the stories, and then tell them to their respective audiences. And so for the team at Expo, they need to be prepared to give the media what they need to make it all complete. Here's Mandy again. We've got a brilliant team here of media and communications professionals, and, and it's our job to make sure the media get what they want so in turn they can tell their audience. And it's up to Shona and the communications team to preempt those requests. So it's really knowing what media would be interested in, in which particular story, in which angle, and really looking at some of those key stories and saying, OK, we could take three or four different angles on that. You have a story that's either a four-legged topic puppy, which is a story with four angles, or an eight-legged topic spider, which is a story with eight legs. This one is, you know, it's, it's like 15 octopuses because there is just so many tentacles and so many angles to cover. And that is the challenge. And you never completely succeed in covering all the angles as well as you want to. But it is the gift that keeps on giving when it comes to stories. And that's why it's great to be broadcasting here for several days a week, to be immersed in it, to be in the story and part of the story, to live it and breathe it. And that's why we love being here. Unlike other global mega events, the schedule is so variable when it comes to expos. And it's not just about the big themes and topics. It's also about capturing the magnetic energy of being there. I'll give you one example. I was here not as a reporter or a journalist, but just as a, as a visitor on New Year's Eve. And they had Armin van Buren, the DJ, bringing in New Year's Day. And they had the ball drop like they have in Times Square. And you, know, you can see Armin van Buren, you know, arguably the world's greatest DJ. So there's those stories and they're, they're experiential stories. And it's not so much about, you know, interviewing a big name like Bill Gates, which is great. Of course, you want to get the Bill Gates of the world here. But just feeling that moment of New Year's Eve and then the firework display was spectacular. So it's those stories as well that you want to tell. That for me, just walking around and looking at the things is, is that's where I get the buzz soaking in the atmosphere. That for me is my enduring memory of Expo 2020 Dubai. Inside Expo takes you behind the scenes at Expo 2020 Dubai, sharing our stories and others across the 170-year history of this global event. Learn more by visiting virtualexpodubai.com. Inside Expo is produced by Kerning Cultures Network. We release episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode... Share it with your friends and leave us a review.